The freedom of the press remains a bedrock of democracy, yet there are those who are trying to undermine and discredit journalists who work hard every day to seek the truth. We're going to discuss how young journalists are being prepared for today's reporting challenges. Stay with us. This is Inquire. From the Mission Inquirer, I'm Don Wilkins. This will be a series focusing on journalism, which is what we practice here at the Mission Inquirer every day. I'm a product of Western Kentucky University's journalism school, but whenever I was in J school, we didn't have social media or the hostility that we now face. So recently, I talked with Chuck Clark, the director of student publications at WKU. He's the advisor for the College Heights Herald, the campus newspaper that acts as a training ground for an inspiring journalist. And I'm proud to say I was one of them. Hello? Hey, Chuck. This is Don Wilkins with the Messenger Inquirer. How are you doing? Hey, Don. I'm doing good. Appreciate you taking the time out to uh, to talk to me uh, for our podcast Inquire. Um, and what I was, um, you got my email, and one of the things that I wanted to to talk to you about uh, was preparing young journalists in today's you know, fake news climate, the, the the hostility toward journalists uh, that's out there right now, and and how are you preparing them uh, for this climate now? Sure. You know, you're exactly right that, you know, fake news, alternate facts, um, people living in a confirmation bubble, um, and the ability of social media to spread any voice as far as any other, also uh, incredible doubt into uh, what what journalists do and really the only thing that you can find as an antidote to that is trust but what we try to teach our students is really that trust is earned and that it is the fundamentals of journalism that form the foundation of trust now there's a lot of stuff out there today that's that is called journalism you know the punditry and the talking heads and the screaming heads on uh, cable news using selective facts to support something. Lots of opinion, lots of bias, uh, lots of things that are actually entertainment masquerade as journalism, and they're not journalism. So what journalism is, and what we try to get across to students, is that it really is the search for truth, and it's all about credibility. It's the seeking of facts. It's the process of verification. It's the giving of context. It's explaining everything clear and with an unbiased um, approach. And above all, it's an obsession with accuracy. And that's what separates journalism from other sources of information. Um, yeah, and I think those things are essential uh, to journalists in any newsroom today because they are what you fall back on to preserve your credibility. And that's especially true in a world where the news cycle is measured in minutes or even seconds. Um, 
credibility is really the only currency that a journalist has. And, you know, so while we always uh, the first and to get it out there, what is important is that it is accurate. Um, and that's essential to preserving credibility. Um, so when we're talking to students today, we talk a lot about verify. You know, going back to the old City News Bureau of Chicago mantra of if your mother says she loves you, check it out. You need another source on that, in other words. Um, and uh, it's awfully easy to get in the habit of hearing something from one person and assuming that it's true. So the journalist's job is to verify what uh, what they have found out to determine what the facts really are before they report it. Now, I came up, I, I was at Western's Journalism School 22 years ago, and, mm-hmm. and of course, we didn't have social media back then. And right. so you know, we studied, you know, ethics. We studied, you know, press law. And this is a different dynamic whenever it comes to social media uh, than what I had, you know, to study and to, uh, you know, cope with uh, whenever I was coming up. And so how how is it that and so this is, has to be a different dynamic that you guys have to come from the social media aspect that you didn't have 22 years ago. And I know you've touched on that, but how has it, whenever it comes to you know people who, because they create a social media account or because they create a website, when you're separating the real journalist from the wannabes because of the social media and because of the websites that you didn't have 20 years ago? Well, the fact is, it's all muddled now. And, uh, you know, journalism has to, journalists have to fall back on that journalistic process. And, you know, that's essential to maintaining credibility in the digital age, particularly in social media. And it's a really complex challenge. You know, one of the things that I would suggest to you is, you know, uh, a couple of years ago when uh, the Society of Professional Journalists Code of Ethics went through an update to account for, um, you know, the rise of social media and things like that. One of the um, uh, points that the Society of Professional Journalists put into that code of ethics, which I hope everyone who is truly a journalist follows, is remember that neither speed nor format excuses inaccuracy. Again, you know, um, social media is so much about underscoring what you think is true Journalism on social media is about sticking to the facts just like it is in any other format, whether it's in print, whether it's broadcast. You know, your credibility as an institution at the Messenger Inquirer depends, you know, depends in part on your credibility on your social media platform. And, you know, sometimes the rush to pull something together results in an error being made. You know, um, a lot of the people who use social media to promote a viewpoint never correct themselves. Some people who claim to be journalist institutions um, that use social media and other platforms don't correct themselves. Um, Making sure you follow the same level of insistence on accuracy 
on every platform a news organization is on is so important. And when there is a mistake on social media, correcting that mistake quickly and prominently is really important. How you know, do that's you... why. I was going to I was going to ask how difficult do you see, especially millennials who grew up with social media, who are in journalism school. Of course, one of the big one of the big lessons that you learn is not to editorialize whenever you're covering news, and so social media has given you this avenue to want to weigh in on everything and. How careful do you do you guys stress that that young journalists need to be careful of using social media to express opinions, especially regardless of whether or not that is a story that they're working on because it could be a story that they could potentially work on sure sure um, first the the social media you know that that you're doing for an organization a news organization. It's always verified, then publish. You want to get it first, but more than getting it first, you want to get it right. And that's why you have to have a credible social media voice. Now, for the young people today who are in journalism school, their personal social media reflects on their news organization and on its credibility. What I see in real time is they get that. Um, you know, there are occasions when we see uh, posts and things on a uh, uh, student's social media, a student who works at the College Heights Herald, for example, and, you know, we will counsel them on it. Um, and we'll counsel them why that might not be a good idea to have it up there. Or we may ask questions that make them come to the conclusion um, that's not a good idea for me to have that posted on my social media. Another thing we tell people, once it's out there, it's out there. You can't delete a social media post. You can take it off of your Facebook page or your Twitter feed or something like that, but once it's out there, it is out there. Uh, it's cached somewhere, and it can always be found. And, you know, smart companies today look at, at uh, job applicants' social media. We're constantly reminding our students of that. They seem to get it. They seem to understand that this new layer, it's not really that new anymore, but this layer of communication that gives everyone the same volume on the bullhorn um, has consequences. Um, and, you know, some, it's, it makes a tough and sometimes hard to tell where the line is, path to follow. But it, it's something that they struggle with and they understand it. And they, you know, are figuring out how to navigate it. At least that's our experience here. And so if there is someone out there who is looking at journalism as a career, they could be easily convinced that, hey, I don't need to go to journalism school. You know, I can just create my own website. I can just start my own, you know, Twitter account or, or whatever it may be. What would you say to that person, you know, if you really, if you really want to be a journalist, you really need to go to journalism school uh, to to learn about ethics, to learn about press law, to learn about these things that otherwise you won't know, and you'll just be uh, acting as a journalist, a, a pseudo journalist, I guess. Well, we are in fact seeing 
more interest in journalism now over uh, the past year, year and a half or so. Um, the enrollment in WKU's journalism major was up substantially this year. Um, and I think the climate in the country has um, an effect on people seeing what's going on and seeing the conflicting information out there. And, and you know, I think our young people are getting the importance of journalism. I know we see an increasing number of students coming to the College Heights Herald and the Talisman to get that practical experience, to take what they learn in the classroom and figure out how it actually works in more of a real-world setting. Um, our staffs are bigger, um, and quite frankly, they have steadily gotten better um, tackling some tough stories and and you know and sort of grasping really clearly the journalistic mission. Uh, this year, we have some of the sharpest freshmen that I've seen in our program in the seven years. I've been here at, uh, as student publications director at WKU. I went here as well. And what we're seeing now, in terms of the quality of students coming in and kind of getting what journalism is about, is dramatically different than it was um, in the summer of 2012 when I first landed on campus here. It's been, and it's been particularly accelerated in the last year and a half or so, and we're seeing that level of interest from the incoming freshmen who will be enrolling and starting the program in fall of 2019. So, Chuck, just talk briefly about what young journalists are learning while they're at Western's Journalism School. And sort of talking about um, how we reinforce that, you know, we encourage, we kind of always talk about what are the four basic things that journalism teaches you? Well, first, it's how to find stuff out, how to do research. Second, it's how to put things in context. In other words, figure out what you found out actually means. Third, it's how to explain it clearly with precision and clarity. And finally, and really important, and this overarches everything, it's how to think critically, how to look at what you have, poke holes in it, um, prosecute your own work, or if you're an editor, prosecute the story you're working on to make sure that it's watertight, uh, to make sure the questions that you hadn't thought of are being asked. So, you know, those four things, um, finding things out, putting it into context, explaining it clearly, and thinking critically, those are skills, those are sort of the fundamental journalism skills, and they apply whatever platform you're on. Yeah, so, Chuck, how do you view current journalism and how tough are the challenges that journalists are facing? Uh, You were once a working journalist yourself, and how tough is it out there right now for journalists? Journalism, in my lifetime, has never been more challenged than it is today, and it's challenged on a lot of fronts. It's challenged on, you know, on believability because so much crap masquerades as journalism. Uh, and it's challenged as a business because the what used to be the, the business model doesn't work anymore. 
But one thing seems to be absolutely true, uh, and that is that journalism has never been more important than it is today. Yeah. The ability to lay out facts in a clear and unbiased way, facts that are verified, facts that cover the spectrum of viewpoints about an issue is so important in our country today. It's going to be essential for what we know as America to survive, and I believe that from the bottom of my heart. It's something I'm absolutely passionate about. And, you know, it's it's our job at WKU and at student publications to make sure we are producing, helping students develop who can do journalism at that level. And that's what it's all about. Um, being that reliable source of information in a world where everyone has a megaphone. You know, there's no question that it's just an undeniable fact that journalism is under attack from the very highest office in our country. It just is. Um, And, you know, that's why we have to be terrific at what we do um we can't back off or can't be uh, can't allow ourselves to be berated or cowered into doing something less than reporting the truth as fully as as we can determine it yeah yeah and 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 and, and within all that not letting it become personal you know correct yeah. correct because you know, it, and, and that's something you have to fight yourself on as a journalist um, all the time because it is such a personal attack. It's an attack at who you are. Um, you know, because most journalists, it isn't a job that they check in at 9 o'clock in the morning and check out at 6. You know, for most of us, it's something that we live and breathe 24 hours a day. Yeah. And that'll wrap up our show for this week. I want to thank Chuck Clark, Director of Student Publications at Western Kentucky University, for joining me. To send us questions or provide feedback, email us at newscast at messenger-inquire.com. Remember, you can find us on the Messenger Inquire's website, its mobile app, and iTunes, where you can subscribe to Inquire. Until next time, I'm Don Wilkinson. Good day for Inquire.